morning. Welcome to Daily Office. This is Thursday, June 17th. Must go Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, good to have you with us. I'm Melody. And I'm Bruce. And today I'm going to read from Joel, chapter 1, 13 through 15. Put on sackcloth, you priests, and mourn. Wail, you who minister before the altar. Come, spend the night in sackcloth, you who minister before my God. For the grain offerings and drink offerings are withheld from the house of your God. Declare a holy fast. Call a sacred assembly. Summon the elders and all who live in the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. Alas, for that day... For the day of the Lord is near, and it will come like destruction from the Almighty. And this has been the word of God. For the people of God, let's all say, thanks, thanks be, be to God. God. Oh, <laughs> not, not a real... Destruction of the Almighty. Thank you, God. <laughs> not a real um, uplifting scripture that we've got for you today from, the, the, from Joel. Um, but a lot of the prophets, the prophets sometimes had messages that were very hard for people to hear. Yeah. Um, they had to change or God was going to destroy them, um, basically is what the, the, the message was. Um, but as we look at this particular scripture, stopping the daily sacrifices um, occupies the prophet Joel's thoughts quite a bit. But then he turns, as you'll notice in this scripture, to the priests, asking them to mourn only, but clothe themselves in sackcloth and proclaim a day of public fasting and humiliation. And, you know, a lot of times when you have a day like that, it's for grief. Um, you've lost somebody close to you has died. But um, I think there's more to this than, than this, just grief. I think there's also penitence and prayer um, that he's thrown in there. That uh, we need uh, the country of Israel needed to, to repent and uh, realize their sinfulness. Uh, and you know that's so important in in living life and and living a life like God wants us to live. We have to realize our sinfulness. Um, and sometimes we have to get on our knees and pray for God's forgiveness. Yeah. And um, I mean, sometimes we are brought to our knees. This world and what we do in it and how we're treating it should bring all of us to our knees. And I, I think I think Joel was was trying to say this in such a way that it was sort of a wake up call. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> that letting people know God's angry. He, we can't keep going the way we're going. Um, and part of it was the lack of faithfulness, the lack of turning their back on God. Um, and so get on your knees, people. Let, let's get down and let's pray. And, and if, if we do it, maybe God won't uh, turn his destruction on us. Um, there's a hopefulness in part of what Joel is saying that maybe it's not set in stone, um, that maybe the, if we will turn around, then uh, maybe things can be different. Um, but I'm reminded of the parable in Matthew 25 about the ten virgins. Uh, all the virgins are going to meet the bridegroom for a wedding. And, of course, the bridegroom is uh, Jesus Christ. That's, that's who the bride was, or bridegroom was. And the wedding is a type of union with him. And Jesus considers the five virgins wise because they took oil and they were prepared. They were ready to, whenever he came. And then the other five virgins um, were lazy or foolish because 
they weren't prepared for the bridegroom and when when he did come they were sleeping and they didn't have enough oil and they had to go get oil and by the time they got back the door was shut and okay. so they missed I'm that opportunity throw, throw something in at okay you. i don't know why the five virgins that were wise didn't share their oil I don't understand that, but that's that's just a parable that was taught, and I understand that I understand the parable, but I don't understand why they didn't share because that would have been the loving thing to do. It might have been, but that wasn't like you said the gist of the parable. I know, <laughs> because I think what Jesus was wanting to get across is love. Well, that and to be awake, to be aware of what's going on, um, uh, you know, because like Jesus was saying, I can come at any time and you need yeah. to be awake. Um, I think there's a, a part of this world that we need to be aware of what's going on around us. Part of it is listening for God's voice. I think sometimes we hear our voice, we hear the voice of, of uh, TV or people, certain people that we find influence in us or, and other things, but we're not listening to God's voice. Right. And uh, I think we got to be aware of that. We've got to be aware of God's leading. And, and God will always lead you towards love. God will always lead you, lead you towards hope and light. And if, if the voices that you're listening to, if they're putting up roadblocks, if they're causing destruction, if they're putting people against people, I don't think that's of God. Um, so uh, especially in this COVID, you know, we're getting through this now, and hopefully we'll be stronger on the other side. But... I think there's a lot of things going on that people aren't listening to God in our country, and we really need to be listening to God. Amen. Be aware of, of what God wants us to do. Yeah. All right, let's have a word of prayer. <laughs> Gracious God, um, we struggle. Uh, we're human, and uh, we don't always uh, turn to you when we should. Uh, we're not always prepared. Uh, we're not always ready. Uh, but we need to heed the warnings, just like Joel was saying to the people of Israel, that uh, uh, there's things that we need to do. Um, there's things that you want us to do, Lord. Um, help us hear. Help us have the ears that can hear your voice stronger than any other voice in this yes. world. Help us especially be your love and your light in this world. In Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. See you later. Have a good day. Amen.